So the alien guy gets stabbed. Mickey Taka. Mickey Taka gets stabbed with an arrow. He's fine. Doesn't really get stabbed. He takes a nap, creates a, a crop circle, and then Josuke and Okiyasu find him and think he's playing a prank. I assume he creates the crop circle by turning himself into a really big stamp. Sure. Yeah. And just choop. Yep. I think that's how all crop circles are made. I mean, could be. So most crop circles are actually made by dragging a wooden plank on a rope mm. uh, behind you in a field, and that does an excellent job of just like crushing, flattening, yeah. crushing, crushing. Yeah, but how do they get the geometry exact? <laughs> Aliens, that's how. Aliens, or pillar yeah, men. That's true. Math doesn't exist. When they find him, there's like a little bit of wordplay around Terry Funk. Yeah, Okiyasu says, yeah, it's a Terry Funk. I think because it's supposed to sound like the Japanese way of saying mystery spot. Yeah, mystery. Mystery something. Yeah. And uh, uh, Terry Funk is a American wrestler, maybe Canadian. He's a North American wrestler who was very popular in Japan in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So. You know, Okiyasu's a sports otaku. Exactly. I was just going to say more, more right. of Okiyasu's sports nut. Yeah, he likes boxing and he likes wrestling, uh, which checks out. Mm-hmm. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about aliens. Mm-hmm. Or are they? I like that the, there's that music sting. <laughs> when they first find the craft circle, the, the music does it. Tiny little reference to it sounds like to me like a reference. To I mean, it just thing. seems we looked it up and uh, yeah. So X Files debuted on American TV in September of 1993. This issue of the manga came out in August of 94. So it's like basically perfect timing for like Iraqi to want to like capitalize on the sort of like alien ma- UFO mania that X-Files kicked off. Iraqi was absolutely like getting the mail order fan sub VHSs <laughs> yeah, absolutely. of early X-Files episodes and loving it. I mean, monster of the week, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, so the, I personally don't care to resolve the ambiguity around whether He's an alien or Excuse not? me. I think you just got yourself kicked off this podcast. <laughs> what are we called again? We're not called the allowing ambiguity. The JoJo's We're not the bizarre JoJo's Bizarre Acceptor. Ambiguity allowers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, so for me, I guess part of it is that like this isn't something that, that, I don't think the answer changes anything about the character. I think that's true, but in, Miki, Mikitaka, by Mikitaka, the way. Mikitaka, thank yeah. you. But in terms of establishing, as we have so far, an airtight, <laughs> free of any logical inconsistencies lore for the JoJo's universe, it is necessary, I think, for us to uh, incorporate Mikitaka into it properly. Okay, okay. so so first I want to go... Even if that allows for options. I want to go to Araki here. So We in, called him. Yeah, we yeah. called him. Now, in one of the JoJo Veller volumes which is like a one of the giant art books that has lots of cool stuff in it yeah and it has a lot of like his director's commentary basically on like different characters and stuff Araki says i wanted to draw the character of mikitaka hasakura he's a self-styled space alien but it's a mystery whether he's that or a stand user <laughs> within the worldview of jojo aliens are just barely acceptable so yeah so maybe so maybe. I mean, the fact that he says he's self-styled implies maybe that he like identifies as an alien in a way, <laughs> like like he's like alien kin. 
<laughs> Maybe. Well, like, what's the name for like a furry but an alien? I mean, he does yeah. have pointy ears. Well, yes, okay, but, but we see lots of pointy yeah, ears say, later on. That's true I'm, in part I'm re- six. I'm reading part six now, and like half my texts are just, "Why does this person look like an elf?" But the but maybe Mikitaka had descendants. That's fair. And they're all in Florida, working in, in Florida, Florida. Yeah. in the corrections industry. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm gonna come. So let's we'll just go through everything that we see, and then we can come to a conclusion, right. sure. which we won't be able to answer this episode. I don't think. Um, no, but we can at least get the evidence on the table. That's right. Um, well, so first of all, there's some non Mickey Taka stuff. We we see Jotaro again, still clandestinely meeting a Speedwagon Foundation employee in the exact same place as the last time. I love the idea of a clandestine meeting, like on a beach with like a beach umbrella and drinks. Like, yes, okay, nobody's so, noticing you. So this is. If you look in the background, you'll see the hotel that Jotaro's staying at, which implies to me that this is a private beach owned by the hotel, which to me... I love the idea that Mario has hotels with private beaches. Well, they have that it's whole a, resort It's a tourist area. town. They have great. a whole resort area. Yeah. I want to go there. And uh, and so and that so it's because it's a private beach, like it could actually be fairly secluded and like as, re, you know, as reasonable a place to have a clandestine meeting as like a hotel lobby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but it's, but it's like the bright colors of like the, oh, like sure. the flashiness and like the, I know that they're playing the radio presumably to cover their, cover their voices, yeah. but it's also like we're having a boombox party on the beach. Um, yeah. What's Jotaro drinking? It's orange and has ice cubes in it. I want to say Tang. Emergency cocktail. See, I see mm. that one. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, he's been a little hungover and under the weather. Yeah. Look, just because the flu is going around in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but seriously. <laughs> Two thirds of us are down it's right now. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then we, we switch from that to Kira, who... I think we were totally right about his nails just growing terrifyingly fast because we see them grow. Yeah, he has freak nails. I mean, they're boner nails. Let's be real. They're not not normal. I'm glad that we already did the work so that now we can look at this new evidence with fresh eyes and like with an objective perspective. Um, But But yeah, yeah, that's, that's not normal. No, that's clearly just his erection. He grows a 30 centimeter erection every year. From each finger. From each finger. Yeah awful he has 10 30 centimeter erections per year yeah yeah so he's basically like <laughs> acdc oh with the with the veins the veins coming yes, okay. out of his I, I took me yeah. like i was I like know, wait same i was, I was like, like wait red hot chili peppers no the tower no <laughs> tower of gray what's happening uh you just the like, band do you mean literally the band yeah. oh right oh AC/DC. the pillar man yeah <laughs> like i just there's literally like a rolodex of stand users in my head and it takes a while um we're getting it's getting harder and harder as we go on you know maybe what if what if mickey taka is part pillar man well, he does stand up oh, like Santana he, does. He he stands he stands up like Santana. He morphs into things. He can't see stands. Okay, and, and importantly, we see that the arrow cannot penetrate him. Yeah, yeah. well, it, but it, it, it cuts, cuts him. him. Yeah, but it doesn't penetrate but him. It doesn't stab him. But it doesn't. It you doesn't. Guys, seem I think to... we solved it. Shit. <laughs> well, it does. He does seem pretty yeasty. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, he's literally like a blob person, and he claims to be a different species. And he doesn't know a lot of random stuff, but he Did, knows a lot of other random stuff, he, almost as if he's been living in isolation and observing if he humanity. Somehow, he has a fake mom. If he somehow butted off of cars, he would literally be from space. Whoa. So you're saying he land... So like he, he's one of cars... Wait, so are you saying that cars in space somehow managed to muster the will to 
generate a a living being because At he can do one. that. Because he can do that, yes. Uh, and he generated Mikitaka and, and Mikitaka fell to earth. Yeah. Yes. And is now... Well, I mean, also, the, I feel like this whole, like, a lot of the backstory with Mikitaka is, is like, a, is David Bowie references. Yeah, yeah, of course. Man who fell yeah. to Earth, right. space. Although alien, his, right. although his, um, his power is referred to as Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. in the Japanese, which is interesting. Hilarious. So, but, but I just so like that whole vibe where, like, you know, now that I'm not drawing a villain who looks exactly like David Bowie, I have this guy who has a lot of hallmarks of right, David Bowie's who is, mythos, who is Ziggy Stardust. Yes, right. So yeah, it would make sense to me that he would just be in, in, in like a, a car's bud. He's basically a squirrel. Yeah, yeah. He's a, why? Why isn't his theme dubstep? That's a good. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm grateful in. that it's not. Yeah, to be honest, uh, I think that we have fact checked this. Shit. We did. Wow, all because I brought up ACDC out of yeah. nowhere. Good but job. it makes sense though because the Pillar Men are definitely the most like free form yeah. type that we know of. Exactly. I wonder what would happen if you. I mean, I guess we've seen nothing really happens if you stab a Pillar Man with the arrow. They take a nap. Yeah. Like right. that's my other. They question make is, a crop circle for yeah. funsies. Yeah. I guess my, that's the thing is like, did it like was part of his whole? Was he always this sort of naive, or did the arrow like mess him up? Well, we do learn slightly more about his civilian life. Yeah. In the near future, and so we can maybe talk to that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but uh, but at this point, I I don't think we have any way of knowing what he was like even before our boys met him. Yeah. Right. Except that we do know that he customized his uniform to have lots of alien stuff on it. But back to Kira for a second. Kira growing his weird nails. Yes. Uh, and trying to practice copying the handwriting of the man whose life he stole. <laughs> yeah. And fantasizing about strangling random women. Like you yeah. do. And then his wife comes in. And I think I have figured out her deal, which is just she's living a shoujo anime. Right. So... While sh- while Koichi is the protagonist of some normal shonen anime, yeah, Shinobu is the protagonist of some super problematic <laughs> dubcon <laughs> uh, shojo from like, like the seventies. Yeah, like I a, a say. nice throwback, but where it's yeah. just like my beastly husband, yeah, rips my clothes off, and I love it. It's just yeah. that that whole yeah. He deal. was boring, but then all of a sudden, yeah. He's interested in me and he's showing his affection with violence. You know, yes. like that, all that stuff. But it, that's, I totally buy that. Yeah. And it's, oh, uh, yeah. It's hilarious. There are just concurrent animes happening all at once in this town. I, yes. and I love that David Production like leans into this and gives, like, puts like a romance theme on and gives her yeah. the sort of like shoujo backgrounds and soft focus and all that. It's, it's really good. So, wait, if we also have or had, the rom-com slice of life of Tonio and Aya mm-hmm. yes. being roommates um, and going about their lives. I wonder how many more animes are happening in this town, God. even as we speak. That's very true. And the ones that we'll just never even hear about. Well, obviously, there's like a restaurant, or not restaurant, but like a one of those little like retail cafe animes going on at St. Gentleman's. Yes. Oh, yeah. Time. And there's like a business anime going on at Kira's job. Yeah, at, at, yeah. at Kameyu. Yeah, with yeah. all those coworkers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I bet one out. of those coworkers is a real klutz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They go out for karaoke after, yeah. Yeah. after work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's just, there's just, there's town. One of them rife. likes to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Rife with possibilities, that whole town. Yeah. It's I bet there's tumbling. some weird, something going on with that bank manager. Yeah, but but what? I know, right? Who I'm just knows? like I don't who I don't even, know who yeah. reads stories about that man, but but it's something's going on with Maybe him. Maybe it's like something like avant-garde. 
Yeah. Like some like postmodernist manga of like, this is about a banker who hates himself yeah, and medi- hates everyone. Meditations on the meaning. And yeah. it's, it's like drawn in a really weird style. Yeah, some Murakami in the, shit. In the next episode, we see someone who's clearly showing up for a tennis match. So there's got to be a sports anime happening yes. Yes. too. Yeah. Well, Apparently it's tennis. That's yeah. the summer festival shenanigans right. going on in the town. There's a tennis tournament. Yeah, yeah there's definitely like a crossover yeah. where <laughs> they the, like the shoujo and the shonen ones have their summer festival or whatever yeah. and also the tennis anime. Exactly. Budogaka high, high schools at the inner high this year. Yeah. 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 I feel like Mikitaka has a version of Rohan's grandmother's magic Gucci bag. Oh, the one from the Gucci From the Gucci uh, one off. Yeah. I still haven't read. It's What's good. What's wrong with me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's got this bag where he can just pull. It seems like either he is just bizarrely well equipped for their specific needs or <laughs> That bag makes anything that you want. I mean, the ice cream, they exclaim, is cold. Yeah. So that's a little strange that it would just be perfectly cold. I think it's, the a, bag. it's a Pillar Man thing. It's weird. Yeah. I also am interested in the things that Mikitaka, like, I mean, assuming that he's telling the truth about himself, which we are going with for, for the time yeah. being. I think he's a Pillar Man who believes he's an alien. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, all the stuff about like, like, like basically assuming that like, like when Crazy Diamond puts his fist near his face, assuming that he isn't pretending not to see him. Right. Yeah. Right. And not just a stand user. Yeah. Then it's funny to me, like the things that he has decided to like, or just knows and doesn't know, like he knows about ice cream. He knows about back scratchers, <laughs> but he doesn't know what dice are. Right. He knows like, sneakers. He knows what right. sneakers are. He knows are. how to design a perfect pair of sneakers that we all want to wear. Yeah. Yeah. But he literally has never heard of dice. No. Sure. Well, he just, he doesn't gamble. Sure. Neither do I, but I know about dice. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like board games. Right. I mean, it's just selective. Yes. Very selective. Well, I get the feeling though, like with the back scratcher, like he's looking at a picture and so he turns his head into one, but that still doesn't indicate he knows the scale necessarily. Well, oh, he definitely doesn't know the scale, but like he didn't even know what a die, what a die, like he didn't, he was just like, what, Uh, what is that? Well, but I mean, yeah, I just assume that. Well, it's not like the name for dice like describes what it does the way that Backscratcher does. What about ice cream? All right, that's fair. I really like that Josuke takes the time to go over basic number theory with <laughs> Mikitaka here, where he's like, okay, each divot represents a one. Therefore, and, and Mikitaka's like, oh, yeah, induction. I now know what numbers are on dice because you've defined the starting point and now I can replicate that and uh, you know we are representing the set of all natural numbers using divots on <laughs> on a cube. Look, they're all geniuses, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, if you were going to some people would say that if you were going to communicate with an alien, yeah. you should use math to do it. Yeah, so start with the binary code and stuff. Um, then I couldn't communicate with myself. I yeah. Know. Right. I don't know how to communicate in the binary code. <laughs> I know, it's tough. Yeah. You you have to be as smart as Joe Okay. It's a high bar. Yeah. That is a high bar. I, I'm not as smart as a Joe Star. I like uh the psychic link that Josuke and Okiyasu share. It's so peak good. Josuke Okiyasu telepathy. It is. It's it's oh. incredible. It's so good. They have like entire back and forth conversations with yeah. like branching paths. Yep. Yeah. I like that just, and and it's funny. It's supposed to be funny. I love that. They're fully a married couple now. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that it ends on Josuke being like, don't eat that ice cream. And Okirasu being like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) they're so funny. I love them. This, This episode 
on paper should be a bad episode. I kind of remembered it as being a bad episode or just a not interesting episode because it was just like, oh yeah, the alien, whatever. Yeah. Nothing really happens. No, it's great. It's great because (laughs) there's there's Josuke Okiyasu stuff, there's Kira stuff, and there's Rohan stuff. And there's bizarre, like super niche fan fiction of like, now I want you to turn into a die. Now I want you to get smaller. Now I want to roll you. Yeah. I don't know whose kink that is, but they must love this I need episode. to know what the tags on AO3 are for it. <laughs> like, objectomorphication. Yeah. Dicification. Dicif- well, because it's like, but it has to be like, more, like it's like anthropomorphization, right? right? right. It's like you're turning it into. Yeah, objectopomorphism. <laughs> so, yet again, more merch that I don't understand why I can't buy. I want to buy the alien shoes. They're cool. I want to buy the alien shoes. They're like they're decent sneakers. I want to buy the alien dice. <laughs> well, those just look like dice, though. Most of the time, they should have little Google. They should eyes have little eyes on, like, for the two. Uh, Rohan, his outfit. Yeah. Well, so first, so yeah, so Josuke is like, oh, you can turn into things. Well, now it's time to scam Rohan. Like, it's yeah, his first, the thought. obvious first thing, the yeah. obvious first thing you do when you find someone who can transform into anything is mess with your neighbor. So, so yeah. He, Darius, I think you just accidentally said thirst thing. And I also think you need to keep it in because that is absolutely what's going on here. <laughs> thirst things thirst. <laughs> this is the th- it is indeed the thirst thing you do. You go scam yes. Rohan. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Rohan answers the door wearing what I would argue was the horniest outfit he ever wears, which is fine. Eliz disagrees with me. Yeah, and we'll I, have I a agree. debate next episode. That's fine. I'm happy to agree to disagree. Yeah, it's like a tie. Rohan's outfit is very Jesus Jolene. To yeah, me. yeah, it yeah, is. It is. It is. But yeah, the, the crop top that he's taken scissors to, and yet it's still a turtleneck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then the, his whole, like, the bend in his waist when he, like, yes. leaning forward, it's good. The, the like, yes. the giant yeah. oversized pants that he's only holding up with suspenders that show off the entirety of his underwear. It's a good outfit. It's great. I've seen someone cosplay this. It, when we went to Anime Fest last year, there was a whole little pod of part four cosplayers, and they were all great. But I think about that Rohan cosplay every week. Because I'm just like God, <laughs> mostly because I'm just like they had they had actually used like puff paint to draw the Greek key pattern on Rohan's boxers, like I'll, like the detailing was just phenomenal. I love Rohan being like, eh, it sounds like it could be fun, but sure, let's do it. And then he clarifies that the fun part is taking all of Josuke's money. Yes, I had no, I had no uh, thought in my mind besides like like when he was like. But just to clarify, I was like, what's he going to say? Something other than wanting to take Josuke's money? Like, no. <laughs> no. He just wanted to make sure. I Josuke love R- Rohan threateningly calling Josuke Josuke-kun. <laughs> <laughs> Their relationship is is very interesting. So I feel like Darius was saying this when we were watching yeah. this, and I agree. I, it's basically, to me, it's like the first episode of Joseph and Caesar where they're like extremely rivals. Tindar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I, I just at any time one of them's gonna put a pigeon in the other one's yeah. mouth. Yeah. I agree completely. I think that if yeah, it was or like put, what you were saying is like if they never developed beyond that episode, this is exactly what their relationship yeah, would be. Yeah, with like. no mutual respect. Well, you know, it's like you you hide a pigeon in someone's mouth ahead of time, or you hide a pair of fake dice in someone's house ahead of time. How? All right, explain it. All right, here's my ex- explanation <laughs> is Josuke had previously Gone into Rohan's house, broken something, taken half of it with him in case he needed to plant something in the house. And then he was like, okay, Mikitaka, get on this half of a thing. I'm going to punch it. It's going to warp back to 
like through an open window or something into Rohan's house. But the 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 one flaw in that plan is that Rohan knew where the dice were and he thought that they were his normal dice. So Josuke would have needed to have done this in advance of like um, the place where his dice were. Game night at Rohan's. So you're saying that there has been a game night at Rohan's. Yeah, I'm before. saying that Rohan is is regularly forced to socialize with Josuke by playing board games with him and Okiyasu. Uh, you know, that, would, that would make sense to me because... Oh, I could see Koichi making it happen. Yeah. Like I he could wants his also, friends to get along. I could also totally see that because like that's why Josuke thinks of Dice in the first place to scam. Mm, because yeah. he's like, oh, we play you know XYZ games Um and Rohan always wins, I, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But like. also, what Rohan says is something along the lines of, like, turns out I had some dice in my house, which means that, like, maybe he just went rummaging through, like, his, his like, junk drawer, junk drawer and mm. found... Although I don't think Rohan has a drunk, junk I drawer. I don't think so, either. He is not that kind of person. I think he has everything labeled. Well, yeah. but, like, a, a an organized junk drawer. Yeah. Like a Marie Kondo Yeah, I was going to say, junk drawer. little boxes. Ma- okay, little yeah, boxes perhaps. With- dice in them yeah but yeah i just i I feel like josuke has has been in rohan's house enough i feel like he had to sneak in before this incident specifically (laughs) yeah i mean i i'm with that as well like that's that's why i think he like planted a half broken thing i mean that's definitely a way to get in but i'm just not sure i'm just not i don't know that i buy it i mean this is josuke so technically he could just like Bust through a a, a, a wall like yeah. the Kool Aid Man and then yep. repair it on his way back yeah. out. As long as Rohan didn't hear him. Yeah, yeah, maybe he waited for Rohan to be out of the house and, and then just, did that. Yeah. Searched his whole fucking house and then just put it all back. This is a a very because we've seen him put a living con. room back together. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he that's that's a very doable thing. So yeah, maybe him. he just tossed the house. <laughs> found just, dice and just found and then found the dice and was like great now and I'm then, gonna punch the house and, and put better. it all back and then told the told Mickey Tucker like get in there <laughs> yes I really like when Rohan just like draws up the rules and like posts them on a wall because he like doesn't trust Josuke to be like we never agreed on that yes I love the idea that mostly Rohan that he thinks that Josuke will obey the rules just because he put them there I know well sure. also like part of me was like does Josuke because I couldn't remember how this all shakes out and I was like does Josuke fuck with the rules yeah does he like break them and does heal he, them into say, to say new things right, he could have done that because we've seen him do we've that we've seen him heal the ink out of a pen <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah so I wasn't I wasn't 100% but I still think it's funny I also love that Josuke did not bother to explain having some chill to he Mickey didn't, Taka. He didn't explain Jack to Mickey Taka. He's like... <laughs> he explained number theory, but not probability. Yeah. Well, and not like <laughs> anything about like social, like culture around yeah. gambling and any right. social custom. I feel like if he had, he would have had to have been like, we're cheating. Right. Yeah. And like, so you're not supposed to win every time. That's uh, because that is unrealistic. And also, by the way, what we're doing is bad. Because his pitch was, this will make everyone happy. And it's like, you can't say that and then be like, Rohan can't know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I like it. I like how earnest Mikitaka clearly is. Mikitaka just, just wants to please Josuke. He wants to do it right. He's doing him a favor. Yeah. Aww. Do we have any other notes on this episode before we talk about the opening? Uh, I love Josuke's villain face when yes. he's thinking to himself, I got away with it. Those aren't the dice. These I'm are the dice. I'm such a villain. What yeah. a good villain. God. Aww. He's such a cartoon. I yeah, love him. he's got a lot of good faces. What an adorable boy. Yeah. But yeah, as, as Darius just mentioned, we have a new opening. The best one. It's the best one. This it's, is the best one. Yeah. I, I hope you're not. Even including part five. Yeah, yeah it's no, the best it's one. It's better. Um, I mean, I also, I still like Bloody Stream. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think Bloody Stream part, is, part two is, is, a, good. is a clear second. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is. It's and so then after that, I think we get into more debate. Yeah. Because it's just. Mm, it's just a whole different tier. I think like Bloody Stream and Great Days are in their own class. And then everything else, it's like personal yeah. preference yeah. takes over. Yeah. Great Days is just so good. It's like. I knew it was the best one, but I haven't watched it in a while. Same. And yeah. it's so good. It's just so well thought out. Yeah. And some executed. of it, you know, like with the like with Bloody Stream, a, a fair amount of this is spoilery, so we can't get into it specifically. But it's just like the song is great. I love the shot of everyone pointing up at the sky. Yeah. Every time they do it, I point up at the sky. <laughs> I can't not. I just yeah I I like it the more song. hand stuff. I also hands pointing up. I like it when you can dance to the theme song and it's a good bop. It's a good one. Um yeah it's great. So welcome to the final arc of <laughs> Diamond is Unbreakable, during which we have the best opening. Yeah yeah it's enjoy great. it. God I I just <laughs> ugh it's so good it's, it's so good. I love the part where um Rohan and Yukako appear and it says Gyan. On the on the screen, what's going like, mean? I, don't, I didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know that but part. It's Wait, yeah. It's, part? It's, it's 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 just a quick flash. It's, it's, okay. just, they it's just, after they've gone through all the other characters. They're the last two characters to like get the like. But isn't Rohan like? Oh, okay. he's yeah, right, he, yeah. First he's, he's sitting he's on shown the porch. once, but then it like. But when it, when they're all doing when their they're pose, doing a flash yeah. and then they sort of go with yeah. like so, into solid silhouette yeah. color. So it's like a screen tone like tone. Gone is just like generic sound effect. Yeah, it's just like whoosh or something. Got it. Pew. I take the gyan to mean to imply Koichi because it is a generic sound effect. Aww. So it's Rohan, Yukako, <laughs> and a sound effect, which All clearly right. represents Koichi. Obviously. No, totally. I get it. I'm with you. I'm right there with you. Along with us. No, that's accurate. That's yeah. for sure on purpose. Look, every the thing about anime <laughs> is I know, that I know, every yeah. single frame was drawn. Yeah. That means that there's nothing that's accidental. Yeah, they had to talk about putting yeah. that noise there. They could not have like a random thing happen in the background and then like it accidentally ended included. Yep. Yeah. Like, everything. It's Go watch Shirobako, everyone. Yeah. Yes. You haven't already. Do watch Shirobako. Yeah. We've mentioned that before, but it's worth repeating. Yes. Yeah. Especially since you were talking about keyframes earlier. I'm like, oh, oh man. Yeah. They had to rush this episode because fucking what's his name probably fucked up the timing again. <laughs> <laughs> I can never remember that character's name, but he's just like, every time I recommend that show to people who like have worked in the games industry, I'm just like, so you need to know that it's a little too real about who gets to keep a job. Yeah. It's, <laughs> who uh, doesn't. it's very real. One thing I forgot that there's this like one throwaway line that is very important to me, which is that Josuke's mom found out about him winning the lottery and took all his cash away. <laughs> which is exactly in character for yes. Yeah. I just feel like she's like, like that's, you're, you're going to college. Yeah. That's your college. Also fine. like good parenting, honestly. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Don't don't let your kids be rich over wealthy trash. Yeah. Yep. And I think that that's important. And I also like because then that explains why they're always broke, or at least why Josuke's always broke. Well, yeah. we know that Okiyasu has already put his money in oh, the right. bank. Oh, yeah. right. He said he was going. Yeah. To. So so they're that's squared. Then if you're like, why aren't they millionaires? Yeah. And like, she dead. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> well, at least his parents have. Millions of dollars to, or thousands, <laughs> thousands of dollars. Of, to, thousands of dollars is a consolation prize. Yeah. Your middle schooler's dead, but he was rich. Oh my God. That's so bad. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. 
We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Josuke would leave for scamming Rohan. 